This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, January 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. House Dems set to push trade bill. New shipping measure coming soon. And no timetable for new Build Back Better. House tackles competition bill. The House takes up a competition bill later this week that includes a number of trade provisions that have implications for the agriculture sector. The massive bill, which is more than 2,900 pages long, would renew the Generalized System of Preferences program, which provides duty-free treatment to qualified poor countries, but would add new environmental and labor criteria that developing nations would have to meet. The bill, which is primarily targeted at increasing U.S. competitiveness with China, also would sweeten the Trade Adjustment Assistance Program for farmers by tripling the benefits that producers can receive. House Democrats say the Senate version of the bill doesn't go far enough. But a senior House Republican, Frank Lucas of Oklahoma, says the House measure contains what he calls a partisan poison pills and that provisions in the bill could actually harm U.S. competitiveness. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of California says the legislation, quote, brings together many bills that have garnered strong bipartisan support in the past, and I'm hopeful it will pass with that same bipartisan spirit. For more on what's in the D.C. agenda for the coming week and the month, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Ag groups push for Senate shipping bill. Senators Amy Klobuchar, the Minnesota Democrat, and John Thune, the South Dakota Republican, are in the final stages of releasing the Senate version of a bill to improve port conditions for agricultural exports, sources tell AgriPulse. The House version passed in December 364 to 60 with strong support from the ag sector. More than 100 farm groups, cooperatives, and ag companies urging senators to finish work on the measure. The transportation crisis for U.S. agriculture products has become increasingly dire, the organization say in the letter to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Many agriculture products produced in the U.S. experience significant competition from other countries. If we cannot deliver our products dependably, our foreign customers will find alternatives to our exports. The ag groups say the Senate bill should address the responsibility of ocean carriers to accept containers filled with farm commodity exports, something the House bill would do. We'll have more. AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Lawmakers, ease VAX mandate for H-2A workers. 
A bipartisan group of House members is calling on the Homeland Security Department to give farmers some flexibility with the new vaccine mandate for essential travelers arriving in the United States. The mandate threatens to delay the arrival of H-2A workers in an industry where even a few days delay in performing critical time-sensitive tasks can affect the size and quantity of the crop. The 12 lawmakers say in a letter led by Representative Dan Newhouse, a Washington Republican. Some H-2A workers may be unable to travel at all, the lawmakers add. The bottom line? Farm workers should be allowed to get vaccinated on arrival in the U.S. or through industry clinics at American embassies or consular offices in their home country, the lawmakers say. Pelosi dismisses March 1 deadline for Build Back Better. House progressives are calling on the Senate to pass a new, smaller version of the Build Back Better bill by March 1, when President Biden is scheduled to make his State of the Union address. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of California insists the bill won't move until it's got the votes. We don't have a timetable, Pelosi said Friday. In a Washington Week in Review interview with AgriPulse, Representative Sherry Bustos, an Illinois Democrat, pledged to keep working to enact the bill's $550 billion in climate provisions. She said the $80 billion in ag and forestry provisions in the bill have broad support. If there is an area where Democrats and Republicans can come together, senators and House members, a lot of that is around agriculture, Bustos said. White House and Congress urge to spare crop insurance. The crop insurance industry is urging the White House and key congressional committees not to propose cuts to crop insurance. The White House didn't call for any cuts in its fiscal 22 budget, and the industry would like to keep it that way. As the challenges for America's farmers and ranchers continue to grow, we believe crop insurance as a safety net is only becoming more important to stability in rural America. Industry groups say in a letter to Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack and the Office of Management and Budget. During this tumultuous time, one of the few certainties that farmers could rely on was the protection provided by their federal crop insurance policy. China snapping up next year's soybeans. It's late January and the Brazilian soybean harvest is underway, but China still buying U.S. soybeans from the old crop as well as the crop that hasn't been planted yet. USDA announced Friday new Chinese commitments to buy 264,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans for the 22-23 marketing year. Mac Marshall, vice president of market intelligence at the United Soybean Board and the U.S. Soy Export Council, tells AgriPulse it's another sign that China's pork industry continues to strengthen. The purchases are, quote, reflective of the rebound in their pig herd and demonstrates a clear desire for U.S. soy, not just the present, but also the future. Field-to-market focuses on finance in new strategic plan. More collaboration with financial institutions and a broader adoption of partnerships across the supply chain are among the goals in Field-to-Market's three-year strategic plan. 
The mostly industry-led Sustainable Agriculture Group says it plans to deepen engagement with the financial community to spur creation of innovative finance mechanisms that leverage matching funds from private sector, philanthropic organizations, and government. FTM, which named Scott Herndon its new president in December when longtime leader Ron Snyder left to become the agriculture advisor to EPA Administrator Michael Regan, also said it would seek to create standardized approach for how industry can help farmers determine the economic feasibility of sustainable practices. Here's today's She Said It. There's a realization, a stark realization, that we have to address inflation. That Representative Sherry Bustos, the Illinois Democrat, saying the Biden administration is working to address voters' concerns about rising prices. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, January 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Debrick, I'm Jeff Nally.